I approach people in a way where I'm like, I got nothing to necessarily defend because you probably can't hurt me. And most people are in a defensive position because they feel like the world or their boss or this, you know, I'm going to a job interview and, and these people can hurt me because they can reject me from the job. Yeah. But in the same way, when I go to a beautiful woman, she can reject me. I let her go and I welcome her to stay. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So basically he left a voicemail where he's saying he met me, I think back in Melbourne, I guess many years ago, and he came over to my house. I don't remember why. Back then we had kind of an open house and we would have a lot of events there. So he probably came to one of the, the speeches there or something. And he said basically like when he met me that I had a profound effect on him, my presence was really strong and I appeared to be powerful and therefore he feel, felt like he needed to get my approval. And so he was asking like, how do I cultivate this ability that you have to make people feel that you are powerful? So and in general, I guess the broad question is, how do you walk into a room and have people feel like they respect you or that they want to give you approval or that they uh, you know, see you as powerful in some kind of way? Now, that's uh, a complex question, but firstly, the thing is don't discount the environment and the leverage. So, and this is where it's like, it's not all just about how cool or powerful I am. It's like, if he came into my space and he knows that I am some authority in some way and other people are showing me respect, then of course that influences you, right? And a lot of people base their, all of their power on that. It's that they don't really have any internal power. They have things around them that make them look powerful or they're put in positions of power and then people project power onto them. And humans do that all the time. We project power onto, well, onto leaders, onto, I mean, you see that all the time in politics. Like any American president, I'm always startled. I don't give a shit if it's Trump or Obama or Biden or whoever. It's, it's the same cult of personality that, that Kim Jong-un has or Putin has essentially, that who are the fuck are these people? Like, who is Trump? It's just some guy, right? He's not, he's not a, I mean, Obama had like a good charm about him and he was like a good public speaker and stuff, but he's also just a guy. And then people elevate them to godlike status that, and, and then attach memes onto them and extremely simplistic meanings and then they become godlike and then people treat them that way and then they, when they come and talk to that person, they feel like they're, that they have this otherworldly charisma. And, you know, maybe to some extent they do. I heard that Clinton was, had very powerful charisma, but how much, uh, how much was, was, of that was real charisma and how much of it was that the person is already, just, already uh, hypnotized into giving that power to that person. So don't discount that, first of all. Like, certainly that, that can be a big element. However, I have been told that by lots of people in lots of scenarios, people I just met, people who don't give a shit about TNL, right? So there's certainly that I have something. I think really it, it comes down to a number of things. It does come down to lived experience, right? I am 41. I have been working on myself and, and feeling at ease with myself since I was 18. And certainly in my early days of teaching in my 20s, even though I could get up and give a speech and, and be fairly certain and clear about things, I didn't have the power that I have now because I had a lot to prove. I had a lot of posi positions to defend. You might see that even if you look at the three pillars of seductive success, that's now nearly 10 years old, that speech, it's, people thought that was groundbreaking and, and it changed a lot of lives. But you can, if you look at it, you can see I'm not that 
confident, right? I like I'm I'm there. I'm like, okay, gentlemen, I'm doing the thing, and I'm, you know, I, I know what I'm saying, and it gets across. But at the same time, I felt I didn't feel, uh, particularly at that time, I didn't feel powerful. I was just like I wasn't faking it, but I was just like, okay, I'm holding it together, <laughs> more likely, and. That's a big part of how over time I've, I've come to feel powerful is because I have allowed myself to take hits many times. The reason why now pretty much, yeah, I can be shaken for sure and uh, my confidence can go up and down. But for the most part, you put me in front of anyone, I don't care how rich, powerful or authoritative or hot or whatever they are, I will hold my own because I'm not at war with them. I'm not trying to prove my position. I'm not chasing, right? I'm allowing the human in front of me to be the human that they are. I'm allowing me to be as human and as fallible and as flawed as I am right now or as powerful as I happen to feel right now. And then I look into them. And we were doing this exercise yesterday in role play where we were eye gazing with the girls and projecting different intentions. And I took the guys through different things where they would project like, pressure and challenge, right? To really challenge each other and to check each other's bullshit and each other's uh, masks, right? So there was like this prickly kind of electricity as people were probing each other. And a lot of guys who, are, who think they're being powerful or who uh, have like a boss energy or in positions of power, that's what they do, right? They go into everything and they're like, I'm looking for weakness and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna try and frame game. I'm gonna try and belittle. I'm gonna try and see where the chinks in the person's armor are. And if they're particularly aggressive or good at that, then maybe they do and the other person feels weird about themselves or the other person backs down in the negotiation and so on. And, you know, I would say Trump grabbing people's hands and jerking them is that kind of thing. And he's not the only one, but like plenty of people do that. We're like, I will overpower you. I think that's a really uh, actually, I mean, yeah, some people cultivate that and I guess that's a thing, but that's not the type of power I have. I don't want to overpower anyone, right? I want to actually open them. If I want to, I don't open everyone for sure. I, I have no interest in opening every single person I meet, but it's like, if I'm going to engage with you, even a guy came up to me while I was on the mics today and he's like, Hey man, uh, you know, I know who you are. And I said, Hey dude, I'm, I'm on the mic, but what was your name? And so I was listening and I couldn't hear what he was saying, but I just held his hand, shook it, smiled. And then I went, what was your name? Okay, dude, really a real pleasure, but unfortunately I'm busy right now. And then I, and then I let him go. Right. I, I didn't have time and I'm being paid by someone else. I can't, you know, I have to just say no to him. But I gave him that moment out of respect for his bravery and the little moment we shared. I'm not trying to push or pull or prove anything. I'm just like, I see you. I see you, buddy. And you see me. And here we are together as two humans in this moment. And that's powerful because why is that so powerful? Because then people's walls drop because right? I'm not trying to force my way in. I'm not hiding something. I'm I am here. I'm present. I'm empty. Or I'm sharing something, I'm charging that emptiness with just an empathy or a love or, hey man, <laughs> there you are. Like, fuck, the world's ending and let's, let's be good to each other. And I think that's probably when you're looking at what is powerful about me or other charismatic people who, who are not using this power over but have this internal power is I know what it feels like when I'm in those scenarios with people. I feel kind of empty. I don't feel separate from them. I'm looking into them, but I'm looking, I'm not looking into a separate human and trying to figure out their nuts and bolts. I'm just like, here, 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 here with you. And then they feel that and then they relax and they let down their guard because it's, they don't have to hide. They don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to fuck with them in any way. I'm trying to be there with them unless I am. Like if someone is trying to fuck with me, then I'll shift. I don't, I'm not always open. I can close it up and I can go to war if I need to, 
But for the most part, I, I approach people in a way where I'm like, I got nothing to necessarily defend because you can't, probably can't hurt me. And most people are in a defensive position because they feel like the world or their boss or, the, or, the, or this, this, you know, I'm going to a job interview and, and these people can hurt me because they can reject me from the job. Yeah. But in the same way, when I go to a beautiful woman, she can reject me. I let her go and I welcome her to stay. Right? As opposed to, I need this to work. Oh no, what, if it doesn't work, then this means this about me. It's like, I've let you go, but I, but I wish you to stay. So I go into the job interview and I'm like, cool. I've already let go of this job and I, and I, and I want to be here. But it's like, you can't hurt me. And even if it's kind of on some level it's true, they can because without that job you don't have money and without, with it you do. The thirstiness, the neediness, the, 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 the fear is not attractive, right? It's not the thing that people are generally going to choose you unless they really want someone who's fearful and they want to manipulate them, then that's not what they want. So they want someone who rocks up and not, and on the opposite end of that, it's like, yeah, fucking all right, give me the job, you know, entitled or arrogant or really loose and sloppy about it. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not like, I don't give a fuck. I do give a fuck, but I've also let this go. I give a fuck right now because I give a fuck about every moment. Not everyone, but most of them. I try to really give a fuck about the moment and I've, and then the moment's gone. So I can't be too attached to it. Does that help? Is that a bit too esoteric? That's what I want to say. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.